Welcome to me again, week 31, hiding myself away. And it's a week where I finally find that bunny from a few weeks ago. I compare addiction to cheese, and I remember a whole lot about getting bullied in high school. And it's not exactly a fun time, but you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I did it, at least for one day, I'm back on the horse. I feel, like, alive. I don't feel, uh, you know, distant, I don't feel like I'm not in the moment. Um, I had very few moments today where I felt like I wasn't here. I wasn't very dissociated today, which is kind of like, the more I thought about it, the more I realized that's the word for where I've been, is very dissociated. Um, and I don't know if that's because of pain that was happening and just not wanting to be there or what, but I was very dissociated and that's hard to get out of. And I, at least for today, I'm out of it. I don't want to say it's for the foreseeable future because I don't want to jinx myself or anything, but I definitely felt out of it, uh, for the past week and now I'm back. I'm definitely back at least for uh, today. And it was a really good day because of that. I've realized that even on days where stuff sucks, if I'm there for it, I can at least try to find a way to make it better. But if I'm dissociated or I'm away, it's a lot easier for me to just take all of that depression and be like, yeah, this is just what I deserve. Whatever. I'm not going to try to make it better because it's just bad. Um, And so that's, that's, I'm happy I'm back because even when it hurts, I'd rather be here for it. And so now let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And it's the thing I think helped me the most. And it's a very bizarre thing to praise, but movement. I am grateful today for movement because, um, like I talked about last week, I watched a masterclass on interior design and it inspired me to come up with a a new design scheme for the office and for how I want the set for BS and all the streams to look. And so I got in today and before I did anything else, actually, I think I uploaded something, but then I proceeded to work in the room, get up, get moving, clean stuff, pick up trash, move clothes, get rid of old clothes I didn't want anymore. And I only did it for about an hour. And even then, I still got a little bit tired and said, I don't know what I want to do now. And I sat back down. But that little bit of movement was like lighting the fuse on the cannon. And it just ignited and it propelled me forward. And it reminded me of when I first got the uh, Oculus Quest and how good things felt around that time and how awake I was when I would wake up in the morning and use the Oculus Quest because I I got to a point where I would use it at the end of the day because I'd always wake up too late or make up some excuse um, and that didn't affect me that much but when I would use it at the beginning of the day the rest of the day would feel so much better and same thing back when I used to do DDP yoga starting your day with movement with some sort of physical activity to wake up your body even if what you do for the rest of the day, like for me, I sit in front of a computer and edit and write, it still propels you to do better there as well. And so that is what I'm grateful for today is movement because it propelled me forward into doing what I did that was awesome today. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, this wouldn't have been something that was awesome, but given how my life has been, 
I got everything edited and then some. Like, I, everything I needed to do today, with the exception of, like, one thing, and I just moved that so I could think on it a little bit more, I got everything done. And I even edited more stuff that didn't, that I didn't actually had planned to do, like, tomorrow, I think. I got everything done, and it made me feel really excited. It made me feel really rewarded. And, it reminds me of, um, it's a, I think he's a Marine. His name is Jocko, no idea what his last name is. But he's one of those guys who always advocates, when you wake up, you make your bed. Not because it's important to have your bed clean, but because that propels you through the rest of your day. It's a snowball effect. Every small little accomplishment you have throughout the day snowballs into the next one and the next one. And that's kind of how I felt today, which was, okay, let's get um, let's get me again edited. Oh, that's done. Well, let's edit JWF. I know I'm not supposed to do that for a few minutes, but let's start on it. Oh, I've got enough time. Let's edit the next episode of JWF. Oh, let's edit this episode of FAQ for Patreon. Oh, I've now got an hour free. And in that hour free, I ended up learning. I, I didn't sit there and watch YouTube videos. I did masterclass stuff and I studied a bunch of stuff. And it, it makes you want to be more productive. Pro- production begets more production. And that's where I was at today. And it reminded me of what I said last week, which is I'm going to have to force myself to get to where I need to be. I can't laze around anymore. And today I didn't laze around and I ended up feeling so much better because of it. And I'm very grateful for it. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And despite getting all that work done, I did sleep in today till one, which in a way I I think is good because I got my appropriate hours of sleep. Like I said last week, I need like eight or nine hours of sleep or else I'm going to freak out. So I got an inappropriate amount of sleep because I know last night I think I went to bed around three. So probably 10 hours, I guess that is 10 hours. But even then, uh, I I don't like waking up that late, but also I like having that much sleep. I think that also helped me a lot. Um, So I, I didn't sleep or I slept in a little bit too much. And then I'm now going to bed too late because it's currently one in the morning because I spent the last hour waiting for something. I think it was my uh, my video for JXT to get exported. I was waiting for that uh, and it took an hour for it to actually it's still not done. But I finally caved and just said, you're going home. And uh, yeah, I I'm already know I'm kind of screwing myself for tomorrow. I remember two weeks ago when I was like, oh, I have to be home at 10 because of the uh, because of the quarantine. That means I'm going to sleep so efficiently now. And that did not work. And I, I think it's a balancing act where I'm at right now. I think uh, in, in future, I want to try to leave and get home around maybe midnight, which I think is perfectly viable given our recording schedule. It's just a matter of making sure once you're done recording, don't fuss around anything and get home. And then maybe I could find a, a nice, even balance between staying up late to record and waking up early enough to actually kickstart my day. Now, finally, how did I help myself? And it is by uh, doing master classes, but doing them on. Oh my God, guys, the bunny's back. The bunny is back. I think you guys, if you guys are uh, fans, you've been around for a while, you will remember a few weeks ago, I did see a bunny. And I just saw it again. Is the bunny, is he just chilling? Oh my God, is that the bunny? Okay. We're going to be real calm. Like we're about to try to catch a tarantula in Animal Crossing. While I go get this bunny. Anyways, 
what I was saying about masterclass <laughs> is the fact that it's very interesting uh, learning about stuff that I have a faint interest in because it's keeping my mind going and it's keeping my mind fresh. Bunny. Please don't run. Please don't run. Oh, no, the bunny's running. No, 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 no. No bunny. No. Oh, my God. He's so cute. Okay. Just saw a bunny. It was, uh, at least I now know I'm not crazy. And I did see the bunny. Um, but yeah, I, I like learning about stuff on Masterclass that I'm not, you know, like when I got it, it was to do stuff for the business. It was to do stuff like learn writing and learn comedy. But now that I'm getting into it more, I also like studying stuff that I only have a faint interest in. Like today I took an entire course on mixology. I took that entire course on interior design. I had a lot of really fun stuff where it's only faint, like, uh, extraneous interests. But it's keeping my mind fresh and it's giving me new stuff. New stuff to pay attention to, new stuff to think about. And here's the thing when you're an artist study everything even if you only have like a passing interest in it go hog wild because every little piece of that can be used in your art no matter what and so uh that's i'm very grateful for it and it really helped me out a lot today because i like mixology a little bit but it helped me think about things a little bit more clearly as far as like if i need a character in a book to drink a cocktail what kind of cocktail would they think don't give them just something basic think about it a little bit more more intuitively so yeah uh anyways <laughs> i'm so sad the bunny got away but for now i'm gonna go inside and get some rest and i will see you guys tomorrow hey everybody it's me again and it was uh, it was a good day it was probably like average day but it was a very fast day because i ended up taking a nap at about might have been like two about two, and I took a solid four-hour nap. I've been trying to load up my Fitbit app to tell me how much I slept last night to see if it was an even-out situation or if it was a Scotty being lazy situation. But, yeah, morning was very lazy, hung about, played some Animal Crossing, and then went to the office and just went hard in the paint, editing, going crazy. And uh, I'm luckily getting home before midnight, so that makes me grateful. I'm leaving home now. It's like 11.50. And so I think it's the perfect time to get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? And it's something I've been grateful for before, but I'm going to bring it again, and it's Animal Crossing. And the reason why I'm bringing it is because in the past, I've definitely been one of those people who will go up and get really excited about something, and then it reaches a peak, and then it starts to crest back down. That's kind of where I feel like I'm at right now with... Animal Crossing because yes it's still a fun game yes I'm still interested in doing some stuff in it but like I can feel the excitement waning a little bit and so I, I did in case it does wane fully I wanted to give it a proper send-off of thanks for being there at a time when I really needed some solid escapism because that was that game is perfect for escapism and it let, helped me build this little community and it brought some fire out in me as far as like uh, design goes because uh, there's a little designer app in the game that you can use to make your own clothes and I've been going like I will play the game for its other purposes but the main thing I'll do is go crazy in that like I made the haunted mansion wallpaper I made uh, actually one of the fight boys hats you can get on merch.loadofpurebs.com I made uh, stuff inspired by Die Hard inspired by one of my favorite wrestlers Warhorse I've got a lot of cool gear that I got to make in there and I, and I 
I loved that. It helped remind me of like, oh wait, I do love drawing and I do love graphic design. Like I even went in and uh, recreated some of the paintings I had made in real life. I put them in my Animal Crossing house. And yeah, I'm just really excited it came into my life. I know I'm still going to keep going back to it day in and day out, but now I'm feeling the excitement wane a little bit. Um, and it's kind of like whiskey. It's still a presence in my life. It's still a part of my life. Uh, and Animal Crossing, I'm sure, will still be a part of my life. I'm just not going to talk about it as much. And so I am very grateful for what it has been in my life. Now, what did I do that is awesome? And I already talked about it, but I was really on fire today when it came to editing. I was just going crazy. I also, instead of just taking one mushroom pill, I took two. Because like I said, I took a nap, meaning I missed my first dosage. So I just doubled up. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think the effects kind of uh, are exponential the more you take. So I took two of them, and whew, it helped me. Uh, I got J- two episodes of JXT edited, Developmentally Unstable, and then I got all of this week's BS episode edited, and it's it made me excited because it's a best of. It's episode 150, so it's the best of episodes 100 to 149, and it was weird going back because, yes, a load of BS at this point is more of like a creative show. It's about brainstorming, but I forgot how much of 2019 was captured, crystallized in that show. And that's really what this episode is. It's less of a, um, it's less of a documentation of the ideas we've come up with, but instead the things we've gotten to do. And it made me realize how amazing 2019 was. Like I put in segments where we talked about going to Las Vegas or the time I went to Los Angeles. Like all of these different stories got to be crystallized when we hung out and partied with Chewbacca in Atlanta. Actual (laughs) Chewbacca. It was just, it was a really good time being able to look at it and say, oh wow, all of this happened in my life just in the span of a little over a year. It's a really good life that I got to live in 2019, and 2020's had some issues, <laughs> I will say, um, but it still has the opportunity to be such a great year. I mean, I had a baby last year. I got married last year. I had a lot of fun stuff happen last year, and getting to edit that episode reminded me of all of that, and getting to hear who I was in those moments, and the joy of getting to endure those uh, those great things that came to me it was really nice. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it's not listening to advice I gave myself less than 24 hours ago because I woke up and those words were ringing in my head. Get moving. Do something. Clean. Go move your body. Go put in some contacts and get in VR. And I've realized like, It does not matter how small the wall is. If there's a wall in my way of me being active, I will use that as an excuse. So I need to find a way to remove those walls. For instance, uh, the big one with getting into VR is I have to wear contacts. Oh, no, I don't want to go in there and have to wash my hands and put in contacts. I don't have to deal with that. Or like just getting up and cleaning. This morning I woke up with really bad heartburn. And that was enough of an excuse for me to be like, well, I'm not getting up and moving because I feel sick. So I'm not doing anything. I'm going to be lazy. And yeah, it just wasn't a good time. And I had just, I convinced myself, no, you don't need to move. And it really showed. I mean, I don't think 
I would have wanted or needed that three-hour nap if I had just gotten up and got my body active and my body moving. So I got to figure out how to, like, remove those walls in the way. Like, the one I, I know I can do is um, they actually make prescription lenses for VR helmets. So you can pop in custom lenses, and that way, if you wear glasses, you can just immediately put it on, take off your glasses, you don't have to worry about it. So I'm thinking about ordering some of those, but other than that, I really think it's just a lack of motivation on my part, and I just need to get past that. You're not always going to be motivated, but you got to do it anyways. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is the fact that I knew I needed to get moving in some way. I also knew it was 6 o'clock and I was supposed to be at the office working at about 4. Emily woke me up like 3 or 4 times like, Hey babe, you're supposed to be at the office. What are you doing? Why are you still here? And so very grateful for her for trying to be awesome and motivating. It just didn't work. And so on my way to the office, I said, I gotta do something. I gotta get moving. I gotta get my body active. So I just cranked up some tunes, baby. I just got it going so loud, so fresh, so ready to go. And I, I went through all of my Discover Weekly on Spotify, found some stuff I could really dig my teeth into. And I know I was sitting down because I'm driving, but I was still like moving side to side, giving a little shuffle, giving a little jig, getting really excited. And yeah, it was a really good time. And man, music's the best. I think that might be my other way of knocking down a wall as if in future I just put on music and try to get up and move to that because I know I'll want to move to music. I love moving to music. I love dancing. And so I think that might help me in the future because even then, if I'm playing music, that means my phone's taken up with the music. And so I could probably give in and play Animal Crossing or something like that, but probably not. Instead, I could give in and take my body and just kind of work around the living room, clean up. I, I don't know, but I'm trying to tear down those walls and build in good habits. I'm trying to tear down the walls and build up tunnels through them. So that's where I'm at right now. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest. So hopefully I don't need a long-ass nap tomorrow. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had a good creative day. The juices, the creative juices were flowing. It took a while for them to get cranked up. There was a lot of Animal Crossing involved, but before that, oh, after all that was over, wrote the entire season finale of Deviant, and I, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> um, I realized I didn't know what to do with the ending. And here's a little lesson in, like, creative writing. I didn't know how I wanted to end it because the, the real ending was episode nine. Right now you're at the denouement. You're trying to, like, tie up all the loose ends. There's one loose end that very much needs to get tied up. And I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with that. And so I decided instead to almost make a joke of it, which I did because I have, like, a serious tying up moment. But I also said... What if it's just the main character telling the story? So, basically, at the end of the last episode, uh, our main character, Dane, finds himself on a ship floating through space alone with the big bad of season one, a guy named Asmodeus. And once I realized, oh, wait, it's only him on that ship, he'll be the only one telling the story... And I remembered, oh, wait, he's a very big, glad-handing, grandiose asshole... 
Heaton make up stuff. So he tells like his genuine part of the story, but then he gets into like telling, uh, saying it was like the end of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. It was very, very funny. I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys love it when it comes out this Sunday. Um, but yeah, after that, all that happened and then hung out around the house for a long time with Emily because today's a creative day. Got all the creative stuff out and then just hung around the house and then went to a concert. I have not done that in a very long time. But friend of the show, Megaran, I think every Tuesday at 7 Eastern, no, uh, 7 Central Standard Time, is doing like a little live concert. So I jumped on there, hung out with him, we chatted for a few, it was a really good time overall, and then came back to the office and kind of mucked it out, made the new, uh, recorded my lines for Deviant, made the new logo art for the BS Book Club, which will hopefully be out next week, I don't know what day it's going to release on, and uh, yeah, I'm just really excited. So let's get into the first pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And it's something that I know is going to be divisive because I know there are people on the internet who hate the particular beverage I'm about to speak of, but it's milk. Y'all, a good glass of that mood juice is all I need to keep me going. I love it. Firstly, it feels unique to me because every other beverage in existence is water with something in it. Coca-Cola, carbonated water with flavoring in it. Whiskey, water that you put some old wheat in. <laughs> like It's all water. Milk is the only thing where I'm like, that's milk. And that's it. So there are like two beverages to me, milk and water, and then variations on the theme. And I just love milk. Any top of it. If you want to go into a heavy cream territory, a half and half, it's all good. I love half and half so much. Now, this is where it's going to get really divisive. I love half and half so much that uh, when my wife, she used to work at Books A Million at the Joe Muggs, which is why I now have a very big affinity for Joe Muggs, um... I would straight up steal the half and half and pour it because they would have like a water jug and uh, complimentary cups you could pour water in. I'd just pour half and half in them bad boys, which is also probably why I was overweight at the time. Still am. And uh, yeah, I love milk. It's just really, it's it's more that like, because water is thirst quenching. Milk is satisfying. It is good. And I don't know what it is that I can come back to other than just the creaminess and the niceness, how it just like coats your tongue. Uh, this is the weirdest segment of all time. Anyways, what did I do today that's awesome? And it's something that I did last minute. In fact, I wasn't even, I was going to wait until after I'd got home to do it. Then I remembered my parents have more paint than we do. I took one of my old blazers from work, this gray blazer, and I just went crazy on that thing with paint. I made this really dope looking like red and yellow lightning bolt scritching across the back. Then I did uh, like these X's of black all across of it that kind of blend together just to kind of darken it. And then some white paint splatter. I've only done the back. I still have to do the front. Um, I may have a picture of the back by the time this releases on... Uh, on my Instagram. I don't know. I might, I might have the whole thing on my Instagram by the time this episode comes out. But I just love, and I think Animal Crossing awoke this in me, I love customizing my clothes. Like, I watched that RuPaul's Masterclass, and one of the things that he said was, if you are a star, and this was advice he got from one of his uh, uh, designers, 
if you want to be a star, you cannot wear clothes that you can buy off the rack. You have to buy have all custom-made stuff. That way, when you walk into a room, people are uh, freaking out, amazed by it. And I'm sure once I'm rich enough to be able to pull that off, I'd love to be that. But right now, I'm in a place where all I can do is customize and make variations on what I have. And so I'm bringing kind of like that punk aesthetic, but also uh, a... a um, abstract art theme to it. Yeah, I'm just really excited to customize clothes. I need to get fabric paint because I... Apparently, if you're gonna do this with clothes, you actually do need fabric paint, but I'm not going to Walmart for that. I'm not gonna have to deal with Walmart over that, but it ended up really, really cool, and I cannot wait to finish the whole thing off because I... I need to find it, but I think I have a bag full of, like, studs, so I'm going to stud it out, and it's going to look so cool. I'm so excited for it. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And uh, I've already kind of touched on it, but like I said, it took me a while to get in that work state today. In fact, I don't think it was until about 3 o'clock in the afternoon where I was able to actually sit down and work, and it wasn't... A sense. I mean, it was that sense of writer's block of not knowing what I'm going to do, but it was also a sense of laziness, of not wanting to think about it, of wanting to avoid it and instead focus on Animal Crossing. And so it, it, it delayed me, and it took a lot of wind out of my sails, as it was. And so, yeah, I, I think in the future, I need to keep reminding myself, start with the thing that sucks. And that's where I'm at right now is... Oh, it's going to suck to have to figure all this out. It's going to suck to have to write. Yeah, do it. Get it out of the way. Because then I was supposed to write JWF today. Didn't do that because I didn't have enough time because I waited too long to actually get my intellectual gears a, bu- a busting. And even then, after I'd got done with Deviant, I said, okay, I'm going to take a pause and then switch gears and do JWF. That just meant I was done. Like, I just never thought to switch gears. I never thought to open my computer back up. I instead went and did that concert and whatever. It was a concert. Like, I could have focused on JWF, but I didn't. So that's what I wasn't grateful for. Not grateful for. That's what I did that was not awesome, was prolonging work. Um, Now, what did I do today to help myself? And looking back on it, there are a few things here and there. Like, I didn't eat... Ah, I was about to say I didn't eat that unhealthily, but really, I did have a sleeve of Oreos and milk right before I recorded this, and then the only food I had for the rest of the day was Moe's, so a big old burrito. Um, Okay, here's one thing I will say that I did to help myself, and it's a very dumb thing. But I fought against an addiction, and it's it's not like I didn't drink whiskey or smoke or something like that. I just didn't eat Parmesan cheese. Now, wait, (laughs) it's going to make sense in a minute. On this show before, we have talked about my hyperactive addiction to Parmesan cheese. If my dad buys a tub of Parmesan cheese or if Emily gets one of them little baggies of Parmesan cheese, those will be gone in like a day or two days because my favorite comfort food of all time is to take a plate of saltines, top them with Parmesan cheese, uh, cap those boys off and then melt it in the microwave, which gives off an amazing smell to me. Everyone else in the house hates me because it de- apparently, object- subjectively, on my end, smells good. Objectively, terrible. Um, and so that's a comfort food for me. And tonight, I remember I wanted to eat Oreos. I walked in the fridge and I saw the Parmesan cheese and the addiction started up. And I was like, 
oh no, I can't have the Oreos. I've got to have the Parmesan. Got to wreck the Parmesan, Parmesan. And keep in mind, when I eat these like plates of crackers and cheese, whole tub. Maybe, no, 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 three quarters of a tub, a big tub of Parmesan cheese is gone. So it's not healthy. And I had eaten it yesterday because dad got it yesterday. So I had it yesterday. And so today I said, you know what? Let's just take a break. (laughs) And I'm still going to probably eat it tomorrow, but at least I'm giving myself a break and it's letting me know, oh, I am strong enough to resist the urge of the cheese and move it on to the next day. And at this point, I think just prolonging to the next day is the best way to get through this until I can reach a moment where I'm like, oh, cheese, that's cool. Well, maybe I could have Oreos instead, or maybe I could have a healthy thing. You know, I I think that's kind of one of the biggest keys into addiction recovery. And I know right now I'm talking about cheese and that's goofy, but like I've had to deal with other addictions. And that's really the big key is just to be like, just put it off for one day. That's all you have to do. That's the thing is people are like, wow, you quit smoking for that long. And I'm like, or in college, it was all the time. Like, wow, you've quit drinking. You quit smoking. How'd you do it? And I'm like, I didn't quit. I'm just not doing it today. And then I'm probably not going to do it tomorrow. And I'm not going to do it the next day. You start with today. You don't worry about forever because forever is a big deal. But you can do today. Wow, I did not expect to turn that cheese conversation around into genuine good advice about addiction. But I did it. All right. Well, for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest and get ready to keep working on that bomb-ass jacket when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And I had a good day and a very relaxing day. But a bizarre day because I didn't have any real work to do. I got back to the office and realized, oh, wait, I moved this recording to Thursday. I moved this to somewhere else. I don't have that. I can't record that yet. So I found myself in a weird holding pattern for the most of the day. It was a whole lot of just getting to chill and relax, which I liked and I needed. But also, I don't like how much I didn't get to work. I will say this. Your boy's looking good today. Rocking some denim on plaid on a nice t-shirt, uh, a cute skirt. Your boy's looking fine today. And so that's anytime I get to look good, it makes me feel better about the day. And then I got to enjoy some really cool stuff that we will talk about when we get into the four pillars of all four pillars of awesomeness. Wow. Um, and number one, what am I grateful for? Today I am grateful for a new special, actually three specials on Netflix called Middle Ditch and Shorts. And I can't talk tonight for some reason, but it is a comedy series and it is long form improv with Thomas Middle Ditch from, um, he was on uh, Silicon Valley and then Ben Schwartz, who of course was Sonic, and he was, um, oh god, what was his character, John Raffio on uh, Parks and Recreation, he's in a lot of stuff, they're both in a lot of things, and they're both very, very funny people, um, I will say, I did have a brain fart earlier while I was trying to tell the Fight Boys, hey, you need to check this out, and I did just call it Middle Ditch and Sonic the Hedgehog, and I talked to Blake later, and he goes, we have no idea what you were talking about, we were very confused, but it's just a really funny special, and it reminded me of the kind of comedy that's right up my alley, which is go as goofy as you can, and once you reach the limit where you break and you start laughing, keep going a little bit further. Laugh, and the audience will laugh with you. Like, that's how me and Blake handle things, is try to go till we start laughing and go crazy. 
And in improv, it's kind of important to try not to break, to not break down. And But they did. They broke a lot of improv rules, and it turned out amazingly. They're hilarious. I don't want to spoil anything for you, so you guys need to go check it out. Watching improv live in action is insane, and I love it. Now, what did I do? That was awesome. And I guess the best way to describe it, and this is also kind of what I did to help myself today, so we might as well combine these into one thing. I made it fun today. In recent weeks, I've been talking about like losing that fire and losing that passion because it's just not fun anymore. Tonight, I found the fun. We did opposite attractions, and my problem this season is I haven't been a fan of the prompts or the theme park, and I've made that very vocal. And so we got to do this really creative, like, not a not a fight uh, uh, per se, but me getting to yeah, rant about how much I didn't like the park at the end. And Because at the end of the, each season, we like to joke and say we destroy the park. This time I described how painstakingly I would destroy the park, and it was very fun. So that was good. Then me and Blake watched WWE and the Curse of the Speed Demon which uh, has kind of been an albatross around our necks for a while because it was the first thing we ever recorded for Patreon and it never got released because we got very drunk during it because we were still very much amateurs at that time. And we watched it and the movie is objectively terrible. Actually, even subjectively. I even told Blake this might be one of the worst films we've ever watched because it's not even good bad. It's just boring bad. And Blake goes, yeah, but it was still fun because we didn't pay attention to the movie. And we didn't. It was just me and Blake getting to go back and forth and talk about Scooby-Doo, talk about WWE. And it was a really, really fun time. And I've realized, like, just relax, man. That's kind of where I'm at is don't get too uptight about it. It's it's like Mystery Science Theater. It's only, it's only a show you should really just relax. That's where I'm at, especially with stuff like A Load of B.S., and Opposite Attractions, and Fight Boys, I kind of need to just ease back and relax, and just, it's a show, and I kind of need to learn from that middle ditch, uh, middle ditch in shorts, go improv, make it fun through improv, like, I did not go into Opposite Attractions tonight with an idea for a ride, I had a random number generator that gave me a random Disney World ride, and I riffed off of that, with our prompt, and it ended up being one of my favorite ideas I've had all season. So, never forget the power of good improv. If you hold on too tightly, things will get a little bit too crazy, a little bit too mushed. You need to keep it loosey-goosey, and that's where I'm at tonight. So that is both how I helped myself and what I did that's awesome. So let's just get what wasn't awesome out of the way, and it's the fact that, yes, I did find the fun, and everything I did today was fun. But I also didn't do a lot. Like I said, I felt like I was in a holding pattern, but there was still stuff I could have done. I could have brainstormed Deviant. I could have wrote the next episode of JXT. There was a lot of stuff that I could have done, but instead I just kind of chilled out. And I'll be honest, I feel like I kind of needed it because I didn't get any sleep last night. I ended up, and this is a secondary thing I did that was awesome, um, friend of the show Megaran came by my uh, Animal Crossing island. He was like, yeah, I'll come hang out. And it was midnight where he's at, which is Arizona. It was 2 o'clock here, and I was trying to stay awake like, no bud, no bud, no bud. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. I can hang out with you, famous rapper, who's been almost nominated for a Grammy. I'm going to hang out as long as you need. So I got done with that, and then I went in the bedroom, plopped in the bed, ready to go to sleep. 
and it just didn't happen. I was in this weird limbo of being extremely exhausted, but also extremely awake. And so I just stayed up until probably about 10 o'clock, and then me and Ripley took a nap for three, four hours, somewhere on that. So I did get some rest, but I definitely didn't have a lot of rest. So I think today was a good day to focus on the fun and not worry about anything that would have overloaded my already exhausted brain. And speaking of that, I am kind of happy I got a little sleep because it's currently 12.30 and oh my god, I want to go to bed so bad. I am exhausted. It was a very good day. Got to get out of the house and go to Walmart and sit in the car while they packed the groceries. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I am going to go inside and actually get some rest and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it was a rough one today. Um, yeah, and it all kind of revolves around one moment. So I tried to kind of pick out bits for the four pillars of awesomeness, but it was a whole lot of sleeping until about one and then waking up and then me and Emily, actually, you know what, we'll get into that real quick. The thing I did that was awesome was me and Emily kind of had a really nice conversation about, you know, love and what I think a relationship should be, what I th- what she thinks it should be, and kind of coming together during this moment to make each other better and making our relationship better. And because, uh, y- you know, y- you always get nervous when it comes to stuff like this. And I do firmly believe like in any relationship, you constantly need to be trying to attract one another. You need to keep, you can't rest on your laurels. You got to keep making yourself better for your partner. And then you two need to work together as a team to make greater things. So we talked about that for a while and she agreed with me and it it was a really nice time. So that's what I did. That was awesome. Um, what I'm grateful for is kind of silly, but it's puzzle boxes. Um, I discovered them. My buddy Brian on his website sold a bunch of puzzle boxes. So I used to grab them every year for Christmas and solve them. And they're really fun. And I uh, tonight I fell down a rabbit hole of this guy, Chris Ramsey, who's a, a magician, a cardist. Uh, he does a lot of awesome stuff, but he's kind of fallen into the YouTube well of people liking one thing he does. And that's all he does now. And it's puzzle boxes. And I just fell down this rabbit hole of watching him solve box after box after box. I must have watched it for like three hours. It was insane. Um, so that was that was what I'm grateful for today. I'm also grateful for opportunities. I got an opportunity today uh, to interview one of the guys behind Vice's Dark Side of the Ring series, which is this awesome wrestling series they put out. It's like it's huge and so I got the opportunity to do that and I said yes I guess that's how I helped myself today I I don't know guys because I'll I'll, that was the four pillars of awesomeness but right now I kind of just want to talk about what happened um and, and it's weird because it was all in my brain it none of this came to fruition but I was going to the office to um, to start working and Emily asked me to stop by the vape shop and I said yeah sure and I was almost positive the vape shop was closed and so I just got out of the house went and you know it's quarantine so I'm wearing the same clothes I did yesterday cute skirt denim jacket plaid all that um, nails needing to be painted again because <laughs> they are chipped to all hell and I I went to the vape shop and I sat outside And I looked in and I saw 
Uh, just this kind of redneck looking guy, denim pants, plaid shirt. You, you know what I'm describing. If you live in the South, you know the type of person I'm describing. And I remember looking at him and I don't know this guy at all. I don't know who he is, but in that moment, I had this flashback to, uh, I guess, stuff I had really kind of blocked out from middle school and high school. And it's people uh, calling me gay, calling me slurs, calling me all these offensive things. And I remember it being, it kind of all came back to me at once how much it was mashed into me. Gay is bad. Don't be that. And how much of my personality I had hid away out of fear of getting called, you, you know, the basic gay slur and being afraid of acting like that, wearing anything to express myself, to express that side of my personality, it all got hidden away and I, I froze. I was in the parking lot looking at this guy and I was so terrified of walking in there and having them make fun of me, having them call me terrible things that I could not physically walk in. And it just kind of made me realize how much of me got hidden away because of people like that, um, who treated people like that in high school. And what's worse is all I want to do is be me and I get to and I want to wear skirts and I want to paint my nails and I want to wear makeup and I want to do all this stuff but it just every time I, I this is why I'm also very grateful for today for having such a great group of friends and such a great support group who are like that's Scotty and that's what Scotty is and just accepting me for who I am because I don't go out that much meaning I could dress how I wanted for such a long time without worrying about that kind of public humiliation, I guess you would call it, or whatever. And uh, I, I don't know, it kind of, it, it let me get really comfortable and really privileged to be able to forget, oh, this is how it is for a lot of people. And what made me kind of the most upset is thinking about all my gay friends, all my trans friends, who if they had lived in the same state I did or kind of had to put up with that, and I'm sure they had to have, um, just how hard it is every day for them to walk out. And like, I immediately grabbed my phone and messaged my friend Theo and was like, you're so brave. <laughs> you are a hero. Because just in that one moment, it kind of took all the privilege I had, threw it out the window and was like, yo, this is what it's like for everybody all the time. You're just wearing a skirt this one time and it's destroying you physically. And yeah, it, it's just, it, it, it upsets me because I think about how much of myself I hid away because of those people. And then I wonder about the people who actually might be gay, the people who might actually be bi, the people who might actually have wanted to explore this part of themselves and weren't able to because of assholes like that in high school and middle school. And man, it sucks. Like, I, cause, cause you, you know, I'm an ally, I'm bi, I've got all of this stuff inside of me. But as someone who's a very straight passing white man, it was easy for me to forget, Oh, this sucks. 
having to deal with these idiots. And once again, this was all in my head because I, I didn't go in. I literally froze there in the parking lot and I could not move. I couldn't drive. I was stuck there and I told Emily what was going on and luckily she drove by the vape shop to kind of come talk to me and I just remember breaking down crying in the parking lot and it's it's weird because you know people like to joke about the word triggered this triggered me oh you're such a snowflake you get triggered I'd never experienced like a real super triggering moment until then and that's when I realized oh this is why they call it that it is like pulling a trigger on something that's about to ruin your day because I got home I'm sorry, I got to the office and I couldn't write, I couldn't edit, I couldn't think. At one point, I went went into my calendar, moved everything I was going to do to tomorrow and just put in a new calendar update that said unmotivated and unwilling to do anything because that's how much it wrecked me. Just remembering all this stuff I had kind of held down and yeah, I'm, I, I guess one thing I did do to help myself was once I realized all that, I said, I'm just gonna go to sleep. <laughs> and so my parents were very great for a very, uh, nice. They let me take a nap in their bed again. And I took a nap, woke back up. And even after that nap, I was in this place of like, I can't do the show tonight. Cause we were supposed to record fight boys. I was like, I can't do the show tonight. I I don't have the energy to do anything. Yeah, that's just that one moment zapped my entire day. And that's why I'm very I'm very happy to do this show. Most of the time I'm not cuz it means the day's over, but I'm happy this day is over. Is all I can say. It was um it was really rough. And so now um don't bully. <laughs> that's what I'm going to go away with today. Don't bully, don't teach your kids to be jerks. Don't be jerks to your kids. Be good people. Teach them to be good people. So no one has to deal with this. Because I know as bad as I feel, there are people who have gotten it 10 times as worse and gone through 10 times much worse crap than I did. So yeah, be nice. Be kind. I'm going to go inside and um, just disconnect into some Animal Crossing for a few. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I'm in the office, it's Saturday, and yeah, I didn't record yesterday because that depression hits hard. The depression of realizing, oh wait a minute, I hid away a lot of myself for multiple years and became kind of a a, a hyper-masculine asshole for a while there. Uh, just because some idiots in middle school yelled at me, you know, and realizing that and realizing like how long of a journey it was to get out of that place, it affects you a little bit. And then it got worse because uh, one of my wife's family members gave her a call and apparently said, hey, we heard about Scotty wearing a skirt. He can't, don't let him do that around CJ, because what if CJ goes back to his dad and tells him, you know? And it was like this long conversation of them not wanting to say they weren't agreeing with me wearing a skirt, but they were like, how can I flip this to where it doesn't seem like I'm the asshole? So that kind of just wrecked me. And so I, I came, I remember I was in the office, the depression hit, and I said, I'm going to do this one thing, 
and I'm going back home, and I'm not working for the rest of the weekend. Um, and by weekend, I mean Friday and today. Sunday is Sunday's basically because I've realized I do think I need these breaks. I need these breaks in my week because for a while there, it was basically every day I would work on a little bit of something. And I, yeah, no, I don't think I can do that. I think I need these breaks throughout my week to really kind of get me back in it and get me feeling feeling good and feeling up and raring to go. And so I actually did have a very, very good weekend after that. Uh, we kind of just hung out, watched Drag Race, watched... Um, we watched a lot of stuff. The new DuckTales episode. There was so much TV that was watched this weekend, and all of it made me very, very feel good, including what I am grateful for today. Might as well get into the four pillars of awesomeness, and it is a show called The Meltdown with Jonah and Kumail, and it is Jonah Ray, who is the host of the new Mystery Science Theater, and Kumail Nanjiani, who is, of course, from... Um, oh god, what's the name of the show? Uh, Silicon Valley. He is in one of the new Marvel movies. He looked really creepy jacked recently. Uh, he was in The Big Sick. And it's just them hanging out with their friends at a comedy show. And I was like, oh, I like stand-up comedy. Let's watch this. The appealing part of the show is not the stand-up comedy. The appealing part of the show for me is the fact that half the show is stand-up comedy, but the other half is backstage. So you get to see uh, different comedians working on bits backstage. You can see them joking around with each other. It really humanizes them in this awesome kind of punk rock way. And it was something that I desperately needed. It was a reminder of, hey, these people are like you. You know that, right? That's all these people are, just people hanging out, wanting to make jokes and wanting to make people laugh. And that's when I went... Oh, okay, good, good. They're also weird, weird, broken people like me. That's very good to hear. Now, what did I do that is awesome? And it is actually something I did very, very late because I realized I don't have any canvases anymore. I don't have anything to paint until I realized... I can paint anything I want. So I took one of CJ's old Nerf guns, ripped that thing apart, and ended up painting it and making it look like this badass sci-fi, like, blaster gun. And it still shoots, still shoots Nerf bullets. I did not ruin his toy, but it looks so badass. And it was something I've wanted to do for a while, and I'm happy I finally kind of worked up the nerve to take it apart, and luckily I'm somewhat experienced enough with taking things apart and putting things back together to make it look decent so it did end up looking very very cool and i only had one screw that i didn't know where it went by the end i was very proud of that and um i think the worst part of it was after i got done with it i brought it in to show it to emily she's like that looks awesome babe and i'm like yeah it it does doesn't it and i had that defeatist not defeatist attitude but this feeling of ah crap i'm about to have to do a lot of junk with this aren't i i'm about to have to do so much stuff with this like she was confused i was like no 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 you don't understand i'm about to have to buy like a buffing spray or whatever that stuff is that makes it look metal i'm about to have to buy 50 nerf guns i'm about to have to ruin so much and she was like okay baby you, you know you don't have to you could have just done something cool and lived with it i'm like no i'm good at it that means i have to do it for forever now um now what did i do that was not awesome and it's the fact that yes i looked at myself and i said i don't need to work this weekend 
But that didn't mean I had to just sit on my butt all day and watch TV, which is exactly what I did. The best way – I tried to think about it and sum it up. Sloth is the best term for what I did that was not awesome. Saturday, I went to bed at like 2 a.m. and woke up at 2 p.m. Slept for a solid 12 hours there. Then woke up and Emily was like, I'm going to take the baby out for a walk. You want to come? And I could have easily been like, yeah, let's go. I was like, absolutely not. I'm going to play Animal Crossing. So it was a whole lot of sitting on my butt and not doing that much. I think other than making that Nerf gun, the majority of what I did was sit down, order DoorDash, which apparently has become an issue because Emily was like, we got to talk about your DoorDash problem because you just ordered an insane amount of food from a barbecue restaurant. I'm like, it wasn't expensive and I paid for it. It's okay. So, Yeah. That was a rough one. It was a very sloth weekend, but I'm feeling more energetic. I'm feeling more ready to go, and that makes me happy. Now, what did I do to help myself? And I already talked about it, but not working. I didn't realize how much I needed this break, how much I needed this not working for two days in a row. Uh, It made me realize like, oh, this is why weekends exist. This is why people take weekends off to be with their family and work in their homes and do stuff. It's, It's to relax. It's to let off the steam. It's so that when you come back to work the next day, you are fresh. You're ready to go. You're ready to do new, exciting stuff. Whereas if you do it like I have, which is every day working a little bit on one thing, working a little bit on one thing, it becomes a little samey and you lose your excitement. Whereas right now, I'm just excited to get back in, get back into working, creating new things, seeing what I can do next, as opposed to being like, okay, what am I supposed to do now? Instead, it's what can I do now? So it's driving this real sense of excitement and yeah, Apparently, that's why people need breaks. So I'm very grateful for breaks today, uh, especially after Thursday, because that ruined me. That very much ruined me. It was a rough one. But for now, I'm going to go and get some rest, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Man, listening back to that Thursday bit was rough. <laughs> um and then, like I said on Friday, just going through all of that reevaluation of everything that's gone on and all of the crap that's gone on, yeah, made me realize a lot of stuff about how I want to parent my kids, the kind of person I want them to grow up to be. Like the minute that that family member of my wife's called and was like, "Well, he shouldn't do that because that sh- that's could that could be upsetting. That could be this," and that was the moment I was going to be like, "I want to raise this boy." to not have to deal with what I dealt with. Like, I'm not saying CJ is going to grow up to want to wear skirts or CJ is going to want to grow up to be gay, but I feel like it's important for him to have someone there who says, it's okay to be weird. It's okay to be different. It's not something you need to dwell on and be too afraid of. It's perfectly normal. Everyone is different. And uh, yeah, it, it really killed me to realize how much uh, my differentness was put away and how much damage it caused and how much damage that led to me causing to other people. Like, I'm, I was not a good person in college. I was very much one of those hyper-masculine assholes that went to the gym every day and was like, where was my next girlfriend at? Who am I going to take home tonight? 
usually it was no one. <laughs> I was a very sad, lonely person back then because I was a hyper-masculine asshole who was afraid to do anything that could possibly lead to someone being like, Hey, you gay? And I'm like, no, shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, it's ridiculous and it hurt a lot, but now I'm kind of recovering and that makes me feel good. Uh, but for now, ladies and gentlemen, I would, of course, like to remind you, if you want to support the show, if you want to support me again, you can do that online on Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS is the website where you get access to exclusive BS content from the Fight Boys, from the Load of BS crew, from Opposite Attractions, and even me again. We all have sister shows over there on the Patreon. I like to do stuff taking deep dives into some of my favorite uh, topics and self-help. I'm actually going to do something where I look back six months. I'm finally going to record it this week. I'm going to look back six months and see what I was like back then. I've listened to a few of the episodes, so I'm kind of like going back and forth uh, on what I want to talk about, what I, how I've grown, how I haven't grown, uh, goals I had back then that I've achieved or haven't achieved. So all of that's going to be available on Patreon at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And remember to check out all my other podcasts at a load of pure BS.com, including Deviant, the show that is going to be having its season finale, hopefully this Sunday. It's been delayed and delayed and delayed, and I'm just so excited to get it out for you guys. Uh, corona and the uh, the quarantine has messed me up mentally a little bit, but I finally have, like I said, last week got back in the groove to where I can actually write stuff. And you can get the brand new show, The BS Book Club. It should be out this Tuesday. So if you're listening to this the day it came out, which is Monday, it'll be out tomorrow. And it is my audiobooks of all of my different books. We're going to be doing BS versus the gods first. We're going to release it in like little chunks of five chapters at a time from the audiobook. And there's like little fun behind-the-scenes stuff at the end that you guys can find out about. And you can get all of that at a load of purebs.com. But until next time, remember to send your questions, comments, and psychiatric concerns to me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That is S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And of course, don't forget to be awesome, ladies and gentlemen, and I won't forget to be me again. <laughs>